Good morning. My name is Jenny Lewis, and I am from Blue Earth. Our scripture this morning comes from the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 8 through 11. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. In his introduction to the Gospel of Luke, Eugene Peterson, the author of the message, writes this. Most of us, most of the time, feel left out. Misfits. We don't belong. Others seem to be so confident, so sure of themselves. Insiders who know the ropes, old hands in a club from which we are excluded. One of the ways we have of responding to this is to form our own club or join one that will have us. Here is at least one place where we are in and the others are out. The clubs range from informal to formal in gatherings they, that are variously political, social, cultural, and economic. But the one thing they have in common is the principle of exclusion. Identity or worth is achieved by excluding all but the chosen. The terrible price we pay for keeping all those other people out so we can savor the sweetness of being insiders in a reduced reduction of reality, a shrinkage of life. Nowhere is this price more terrible than when it is paid in the cause of religion. But religion has a long history of doing just that, of reducing the huge mysteries of God to the respectability of club rules, of shrinking the vast human community to a membership. But with God, there are no outsiders. Luke is a most vigorous champion of the outsider. An outsider himself, the only Gentile of an all-Jewish cast of New Testament writers. He shows us how Jesus includes those who typically were treated as outsiders by the religious establishment of the day. Women, common laborers, sheep herders, the radically different Samaritans, the poor. He will not countenance religion as a club. As Luke tells the story, all of us who have found ourselves on the outside looking in on life with no hope of gaining entrance, and who of us hasn't felt it, now find the doors wide open, found and welcomed by God in Jesus. How beautiful is that introduction? The good news is this, 
the message that the angels told those scared shepherds that lit up the field that night Jesus was born is still for us today. Jesus is still Christ the Lord. And because of that, we can celebrate and be joyful, even when things get tough. When things seem too good to be true, like God sending his son to earth for a bunch of sinners, and especially when things are going great. Have you ever seen the signs or the posts or the memes that say, in the happy times, praise God, in the difficult moments, seek God, in the quiet moments, worship God, in the painful moments, trust God, and in every moment, thank God? It's so true. Yet, I don't know about you, but in the happy moments, I seem to be content and forget to praise God. In the difficult moments, I tend to get scared and try to rely on my own strength and or the strength of others to push through myself. In the quiet moments, but wait, who am I kidding? I try to fill up my time and there really aren't any quiet moments. Painful moments are almost like the quiet moments. I try to avoid them by filling my time to avoid dealing. And I don't know and I know I don't take the time to thank God for all he's done and is currently doing in my life nearly enough. So what do we do? Where do we go from here? What did the shepherds do? These were ordinary men. They were poor. Society would have looked down on them because of their lowly position, and yet... God chose them and sent his messengers to deliver the good news of Jesus' birth. Can you imagine it? Sitting in a dark field, your flocks catching snippets of sleep or buying back and forth, lulling you to sleep, when suddenly the sky lights up like the day an unearthly being is standing or maybe floating or hovering, I don't know what angels do, right before you. I'd be scared. And those poor sheep, they're probably running for cover. And then the visitor speaks. Don't be afraid. Yeah, right. I bring good news to you. Wonderful, joyous news for all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. Wait a minute, can you repeat that? Because I was blinded by your light, freaked out, trying to figure out if I was going to die or you were going to kill me. I didn't know what was going on. Did you just say my Savior was born? Christ the Lord? Now what do I do? At least that's probably what I would have said if I hadn't passed out or died of a heart attack. But really, no matter how long we've been hearing the message of Christ's birth, what do we do with it? Because at the end of the day, that's what matters. What does it mean that God took on flesh that night that that the angels appeared to those shepherds? What does it mean that God sent his angel to the shepherds in the fields? What does it mean that Jesus is our Savior? But most importantly, what are we going to do about it? 
God has lavished his goodness on us even at our lowest of lows. Even at the darkest point in our lives, God has always been there and he will always continue to be there. He's cheering for us and he wants us to succeed. God believes in us and he wants so badly for us not to just believe in him. Because sometimes believing in something is different than trusting and leaning on it and into it. We never fully know what we're saying yes to when we accept God and his offer. Mary didn't. But that's part of the fear. But it's also part of the fun. It's an adventure with God. The shepherds didn't know exactly what they would discover when they went in search of the child that the angels told them about. They probably didn't fully understand what this good news was, and they didn't know what kind of Savior Jesus would be. But that's God's point. He wants to give us a teaser, a taste. Then he wants us to trust him to take care of us and to take care of the rest of it. See, the beauty of this story is that God sent his son on Christmas Day as a helpless baby, knowing full well what the end result would be. He knew that he was sending Jesus to die. That's how much you mean to him. That's why we can find light in the darkness and joy in the pain. Because we were sinners when Jesus went to the cross and rose again. All these years later, later, we haven't changed that much, really. And yet, we have a God who hasn't given up on us. All we need to do is put one foot in front of the other and try. The journey isn't easy, but it's beautiful in its own way, and we don't know what the outcome will be, but God. He's still in control. Things have been different this year, and they have been difficult. So much has changed in the world, in our communities, in our lives. But Christmas is still coming. We are journeying to the manger, the birth of Jesus and the start of it all. This year is amazing. I don't know if you've seen it in the news, on Facebook, but this year, there's going to be a Christmas star. How cool is that? What a gift in the midst of a pandemic and the craziness that this year has been. God is giving us a Christmas star. There are always always detours and unexpected things. But it's the destination that's the goal. And we are all in this together, journeying on this together. And we are all invited. The rich and the poor, 
the lonely and those who are surrounded by so many people, the healthy and the sick, every nationality, man, woman, child, every age, every sexual identity, you are all welcome to journey to the manger. There are no outcasts here. The angel said that the good news was for all people. The good news is that there is hope and there is light. And that we are new creations because of this tiny little baby. Because of God's love, we are saved. So let us journey together. Let us support and encourage one another. Let us be like those shepherds and say, Come the long-expected Jesus, sent to set thy people free. God bless and amen. I don't know about you, friends, but this week has been a hard one. But no matter how hard our weeks are, God is still there and he still sends us blessings. So I ask you these questions. 